I've made so much effort to get links from this website. Now I have, I want to remove this of those links yeah. from that. So it's kind of like you are doing the double effort and then your website is going down. All right, welcome to SEO Unveiled. Today, I've got a great guest. Mahendra Singh is with us. Mahendra has over 17 years of experience in SEO and digital marketing. Currently, he's working as an SEO manager at Peninsula Canada. This is Canada's leading HR consulting health and safety firm, a really cool firm. And then previously, he worked at a, a bunch of different agencies and in-house companies in North America focused on medium to large enterprises. Last year, he successfully migrated Peninsula Canada's website from a UK subfolder to a new Canadian domain. He also improved organic traffic by more than 50% quarter on quarter and improved rankings for the core key keywords within a short span of time. Uh, he's a fan of testing and measuring, and I'm sure in this episode, you'll hear a lot about uh, analytics and ROI and showing results. And results matter at the end of the day. So I love this. His uh, personal website is mseoconsultant.ca. So Mahendra Singh, let's welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, so first thing that I always like to understand, because people get into the industry in so many different ways is, how, you know, why did you get into SEO? Uh, so like the, uh, after I graduated, like I have done bachelor's in electronics and communication back in 2006. Uh, that time I has no idea what is SEO. I uh, haven't heard about this SEO, but uh, my hobby is like, my interest is more like internet surfing. So like looking, searching, and that time you used to go like cyber cafes, not have every people have like a laptop and I have like internet access that much. So like I'm more interested. And then I got this first job uh, after completing my bachelor's degree uh, in a digital marketing agency. And then they hired me like mm -hmm. SEO executive. So I, I, I saw like I, I'm going to work on like internet and everything. So I'm so excited. That time I was not aware like what is exactly SEO. But over the period like I learned, I started with like directory submissions those days, like, you know, like when you submit into like, and then you get a bunch of links, does your website start ranking? You don't like, it's changed over like drastically over 17 years of my spam. But that's how I able to know like there are a lot of things apart from like the like submissions like you have like strategic thinking you have to do analytics you have to analyze the websites so that's how i got like i got my more interest into this field and over the period i've never looked back my degree is like in electronics but i am able to i'm like going through and then providing whatever i can learn from others and then uh learning from the community as well so i'm here now <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a great story. Really, you know, you really started to date yourself because you're talking about, you know, all the directory submission stuff and how important it was. Yeah. And I, I remember uh, doing that stuff back in like 2004 and how important that was back then. Uh, so, I mean, I, I feel I feel like I've, I've uh, uh, my SEO journey started probably a similar time that yours did, uh, sidetracked and then came full circle back. But I really love that, you know, you kind of, you've been in it for a long time and, and you were just kind of curious. It's, it's super cool. It's such a good field to be in if you're like curious about stuff. So first, first off is, you know, what trends in general are you noticing in SEO right now that you're really excited about? So Google is uh, like all about their users. So they want like everyone to come, they have like good experience when you're looking for something. So obviously 
like what they are trying to achieve you have to understand like over the period they have changed their search engine like uh, over the 17 providing the re relevant results so the first thing i would like is user intent like when you're searching something what kind of like results you're looking for so you have to understand the the intent behind the searches like the, the search term that the query so you have to optimize towards that intent so that's like the most important thing that you have to either it might be a commercial intent it's informational uh, either it's looking for it. so you have to look for what kind of results are coming in the searches and based on that you have to optimize your uh, like content your website so that you can fulfill the user intent second is like the content quality so uh, like google is really working hard to provide uh, the relevant information the quality uh, content to their users so if you can think of your user perspective rather than just think of google you have to focus on your user what they are looking for uh, how can you provide how can you fulfill their uh, what they're looking for and they're in terms of like what they're searching because the thing what happens is like if if somebody searches on google and they didn't find the relevant information they go back and search again and google sees this and then if they think like your website is not able to provide the right information they will change the results that's how like they're changing the results they're looking what people are searching and how our results are getting fulfilled so you have to think of at the end user and try to optimize the content providing the better information providing and then who is writing those content like eat like expertise trust and authoritativeness like google is focusing on that aspects like who is providing uh, who is the renowned author behind that content what kind of like information they are providing so if you focus on those aspects you're able to and apart from this there are other things like localization of serp serp changes uh featured snippet uh structured data rich results like if you add a schema and all those things so that you can provide more information like you can show up the reviews you can show up like product information along with your search results that will also help uh, to people to click on pro get more informations uh, within the search results like it's better user experience also other thing like a uh, core web vital pages speed so google is like continuously uh, providing better user experience uh, how you can get to the website quickly because they don't want you don't want to wait when you click on the website to load that much time so you want like it's load fast how low fast your page is loading so so these are like few and obviously they are like they are moving towards ai and natural processing so they are like giving uh, google technology is getting updated every year like every time they are getting more closer what they are look what the user is looking for and then trying to fulfill so these are like few yeah. things that you have to focus on I mean, so uh, like i'm focusing yeah, you're 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 focusing on a lot of stuff there. There's so much there. I want I want to unpack some yeah. of that. So um, when it comes to like user intent, you this is one of the first things you talked about is like you know understanding what the user really is trying to get out of the results and and that that search intent that you you know the user's intent. Like, what are you doing? Anything else? Um, anything specifically to kind of tap into that to really understand that? Because I feel like you know you can talk about the kind of user side and the emotional and understand the person, and then we can switch over to the technical side of some of the the performance and other things like that. But let let's you know is there any any other tactics that you're using there on the search intent? So the the best way to 
figure out like the user intent is just look out the searches. The simple way is just type those queries and see what kind of results are already coming. So it might be a, like a video is coming. It's my the images are there showing up. It's my the, like FAQs, questions are. So you have to see like what results Google is already giving. There will be some information. And then based on that, you can decide what kind of like content I have to create. Either it's a video, will bet best fit for or it might be a like image it might be a, so based on that you have to decide uh, and then start because the the biggest mistake people do is just start writing content they think like this is the keyword and then we have to put the keyword in the content the start is without thinking what the what kind of results google are giving what kind of people at the end of the they are getting they want to know so you have to think strategically like user intent and then based on that you have to decide what kind of content would be fit in that so it's, it's interesting because you're like starting you know you throw a keyword in you see what's going on in google and then you're kind of evaluating like the competitive landscape and saying okay you know maybe we've got a piece of content that we're trying to get ranking for this and it's not ranking that well and maybe it's just written content and you can see that images and and videos and a few other things are ranking really well. So then maybe you cater your content to having infographic and, uh, you know, a video in, incorporated into it or something like that. Is that what I, is that, is that right? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you are right. Like this is the, maybe like even the FAQs you can have, like maybe you can put some question and answers. So you can also look into the results. Like is people also ask questions, what kind of like questions are. So you can add all those and you try to make uh, leverage all those content and try to add better content so that you can outrank them, which is oh, already that, I mean, it, It's kind of cool how you're taking, you know, the, the competitive perspective, but using it as more of a, hey, what other kinds of content are they having? What kinds of content am I competing with? Not necessarily like what is kind of the basic, you know, outline or the, or, or the theme of the content or Maybe I'd make a definitive guide of XYZ search term because everybody else is ranking for kind of a guide or you know something like that, but nothing's labeled that. But you're talking about, hey, incorporate a lot more multimedia, incorporate, you know, other things that are ranking well so that your your piece can start to stand out because it incorporates all the different pieces that Google's looking for. Um, I love that. I love that. Um, cool. So, you know, jumping over to kind of like the more technical side of things of the same kind of thing. So you start with understanding kind of the search terminology and let's kind of go full circle. So what, you know, what on the technical side for page performance or, you know, core web vital stuff are you doing that is really interesting? Um, what kind of tactics are you using there? So we usually like use uh, some of like tools, just look for, how like page load is there. So look for page speed, like how the quickly website is loading and then what are the errors, like where we can improve. It's like JavaScript, delay JavaScript, or we have to minify CSS, or we have to put lazy loading. We have to optimize our images. So we have to look for like page speeds aspects. This is one. And the other will be like, look for the, the audit side of thing, like whether it's, there are like even broken links are there. Is there any kind of like, you can use different tools like Screaming Frog, AHREF, SGMrush. These are like, and even the Google Search Console, like Google gives you some of like crawl errors that you can look into your, where you're like, you can look into what kind of errors that you are you're facing and then you can work on those errors 
So try to, uh, like uh, in my case, I prioritize based on the impact because if it's a, like an enterprise site or big site, you can't fix all the errors at the same time there, and there are like so many errors. So you just focus on like, just maybe I start with the broken links because that's are more critical. Is this something that you can fix easily? Like how much time you can spend and what's the impact on that? Then based on that, uh, you need to prioritize and look for all those technical errors and then try to work around those ones to improve and get uh, better. And I mean, when you're choosing those kinds of things to prioritize, you talked about broken links. I think about, well, hey, if you have broken links and you're using a CMS, then you know you can go in or you know someone on your team can go in and do that. It's a lot different than if there's, you know, uh, if you have to lazy load something, you need a developer typically to, to add stuff like that. Are you dealing with the CMS and then, uh, you know, a dev team also, or or you have a different kind of format to what you're typically seeing? Uh, so as of now, like we are using WordPress, so it's simple. So some of this stuff, like um, changing the links or broken links, 301 redirect. So I can, I do it by myself, but when it comes to more like technical, where like lazy loading JavaScript, uh, then we use like we have a developer, so we we raise the tickets and then it's like two weeks of a sprint and yep. then they work around. So we work with like developer and then try to fix, try to understand like this is the issue and then how critical is it? And then based on like that we prioritize or like this is critical that we need to fix on broken links obviously and then the other aspects and then they work on those ones. So how, I mean, how are you getting those initiatives prioritized? So uh, uh, like, as I told you, like we look for based on like how much impact they are. Like if website is, is, is broken, is the page is not working some of the pages, then it's like it's priority. And then we raise the ticket, we just tell, and then try to fix it on the same day or like within one or two days because that's directly. But if you look for something like crawl errors or you have to uh, like page speed, it's like where they have to test and then the the way that we work is like we test it on the not the live website we have like dev and testing mm -hmm. uh, website so we put it in everything will be tested in a testing website the environment like we do bunch of stuff there try to see what works how we can improve the page speed and then when we uh, done that implementation then we test it the developer tests then we our team tests the website on different parameters like all the forms are working all the things are working and then once everything is good then we push it to the live website cool cool so you got you know you got your dev or staging environment you push it to prod you qa it yeah 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 um okay so i mean you know apart from apart from kind of moving that forward are there any challenges to getting kind of larger technical things accomplished if you don't have the manpower or you don't have the developers that you need or there any you know large initiatives and, and how does that go typically so uh large initiatives like it's, it's just uh, we need to get approval like when we are looking for any uh measure how it's going to impact so firstly we prepare like what changes we are going if it's like a straight away it's simple then it's easy to like get approval but if, yeah. if it's a large like design layout or something that you want to change based on I, the then it's then it's I, kind of like you have. Yeah. I'm wondering how you got that UK subfolder to move over to new Canadian domain prioritize. That seems like a big initiative. No, no. So is it, this is what like they already have their mind. Yeah. So they have already decided because the thing is like they want 
uh, Canadian uh, domain as a separate entity entity because uh, the UK is is different country and everything different. They don't want like people come and then think of like it's a UK brand and then they yeah. go on to so they want like the the Canada should have their own separate entity and separate domain. So they have already decided that we want to uh, move to the the challenge was that like to move over the traffic because they don't want to lose any traffic at the same time. Yep. So it's like we we have to keep and then they're also migrating their CMS. So previously they're using Embraco and then we moved to the WordPress. So it's kind of like different CMS. So yeah. making sure like, and then what pages we have merged few pages, what are the important pages are there. So the SEO is more critical when you're migrating what pages you need to merge, which are bringing traffic. You can't those just to uh, close that one. So obviously there was like business and they hired me that time before they want to migrate so they especially hired me to migrate the website but because that was their goal main goal is to properly migrate and then so uh it took me like two months three months to look into all the pages just to make sure which pages we are merging what title description making sure there's nothing left over um page speed should be better yeah. uh, there's no other like so all those things we kept we it took us like two three months and then after that uh, we migrated and hopefully like successfully it get migrated all the traffic and even it's improved after months of time. So, so this I was mean, a big site, achievement. Yeah, I mean, site migrations are something that people always end up doing every every now and then, but it's always that, you know, it's so rare that people don't have experience doing a hundred site migrations. So, you know, how, what what kind of experience or tips can you give to other people about how to make that a successful site migration? So when you're doing a uh, migration, make sure uh, like there are a few things uh, like uh, one is the 301 redirect, obviously, when you're looking. So you have to make sure there are like similar pages and similar kind of like and don't try to do too many things uh, at the one migration. So maybe like you don't want to change all of the sudden, like all the content, all the page layout design, all all of thing if you try to because you are trying to say like I'm just putting this page to this URL, like new domain, and try to keep the similar pages with the similar content, similar things, so that Google understand, oh, obviously, like this is your new domain and you are going to pointing. If you change all of the sudden, all the content and the things behind, it might get distracted. So, and also the other thing will be like making sure you have like all the checklist of like page speed, uh, uh, like technical stuff, SEO audit, like, all those pages so making sure all those things you have done before you do the migration and then one of the thing like in the past that we have done is start with the few pages and test it out rather than doing or if it's a large if it's a small site then it's fine you can just like in my previous company it's a small site so we have done it's like rather than waiting for like but if it's a large like enterprise enterprise sites then you don't want like to put all together because you want to test it how it works few pages to the new and if it's a traffic is moving from this if it's not then you can cancel that and then put it back and see what's uh they're wrong with that and then you can do it again so it's better to do in phases rather than one go that's how you can figure out if something wrong is going wrong you can um, proactively work on that instead of like you just do it once ago and then something goes wrong it's it's kind of like devastating cool i mean i feel like you really helped us like understand 
how to get through a site migration. I think splitting up sounds amazing. All the site migrations I've seen have been like new design, maybe the same content, but completely new design and new, complete new URL structure and new system. So I feel like it's a challenge to get to get only one of those done. But I like the idea of testing it and uh, testing it before with a small number of pages and testing, you know, one part of it. I think it's there's really smart to kind of piece it out like that. Um, what what do you think is something everyone in our industry is trying to do right now that you've discovered a better way to do? Uh, so uh, one of the things like I have done in the like recently is internal linking, like uh, getting obviously to improve your rankings, improve your uh, traffic is ultimate goal, but how to get, so everybody is doing like backlinks from the external. Obviously I, I know like this is the one of the thing like getting backlinks, but over the period I've seen like it's been diminished. Like if you see like few years ago, ago, that was like, if you build a lot of links that helps to rank, but now it's Google understand. It's like from where you are getting those links, how authoritative, how relevant are there and based on that, that they will. And then, so, and then I haven't done any link building from last one year from this company like uh, mm -hmm. and then we have done just internal linking to get those rank achieved because that's like where you can focus more on putting like it's easy just strategizing like how do we link our what are the important pages are and how you can link from blog or other pages how you can naturally flow from those pages and build those internal links to get rank rather than just uh, like going for link building because that takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and the results are like not as compared to when you are like I have done it here like with internal. Obviously I'm looking for uh, building links, but just which are like very uh, relevant and authoritative rather than like I'm just building. So I think I have achieved uh, some of the key major keywords in top three or top five within like two, three months here. Uh, yeah. with just the internal linking building is strategy and the content wow. is strategy. So yeah, that I mean, was I, like a big issue. I feel like people still push link building and a, not as many people are pushing internal link building. So that's really interesting. Um, I, I really I really like that thought because you have so much control over doing the internal link building and getting external links, getting backlinks is so challenging sometimes or expensive or... You know, I, I think yeah. you make a even, really even great... I, I can tell you an example like uh, it's it's not like my experience with like link building or uh, not link building like uh, uh, it was like when I was in 2017 with uh, like a, a software stellar data recovery, a software company. So they have created uh, like thousands and thousands of links from micro website, just backlinks yeah. and all of a sudden like Google penalized those ones and then it eventually like gets so if you are not doing it right, it's better not to do that one. And then even like if sometimes you get like backlinks from a website, what I've seen, they have changed. The website is good as of now, everything is good. But what happens like, because you don't control that website and maybe like six months down the road, they change their website. They start getting from bad links or they're putting not good content. So their website get penalized and the yeah. and then you're getting link from those ones. So obviously you have to remove those links. You have made effort to get links and now you have to make effort to get, remove those links. So it's the kind of like double effort. A good link becomes a bad link. Yeah, links. So I've seen many websites uh, that I have placed like in past, we have uh, we have contacted, tried to get them and then link them. And then after one year, I just 
saw that website is just crazy like they have like all the bad stuff on there like they're 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 putting like bad ads like uh not like like on ads or all those kind of thing on there and yeah. then um oh <laughs> i've made so much effort to get links from this website now i have i want to remove this above those links yeah. from that so it's kind of like you are doing the double effort and then your website is going down so wow wow that that's that's so uh that's so so challenging um what what do you think that everybody in our space should stop doing these days uh so stop is like i would say like gray hat techniques so looking for like short term results you think like okay i get this maybe paid link from this website and my website like it's it's 90 da and then i will rank from so you thought like it's a short term i can like everything like if you think of uh, like getting results in short term or short term then it's not good look for like longer term and long results rather than going into gray hat or black hat technique just trying yeah. not trying to manipulate like google search results or user experience so that will some point of time your website get penalized or those ones especially who are doing seo or uh, business owners even i would like to say like just not think of like because every time when they think of seo budget they just try to minimize okay how should like i minimize how, where should i can get quickly results so if you get quickly results it might not good way there so so that that's why i just focus not to any kind of like black hat and gray hat because yeah. at the end of the day you will not get succeed in those ones yeah i mean and, if you go up just because of a, a a grayish technique and then you come right back down it's kind of kind of you start you kind of get where you started or if you get worse yeah. it sucks um you know I, i'd love to i'd love to kind of understand you know you talked a lot about like you know the internal links working for you and a few other things working for you but what have you tried you know that just hasn't worked um hasn't worked for me like link building one of the stuff that i already told you no didn't okay. work for me as okay. ma uh, like <laughs> and and also like writing too much content without any direction like without any purpose like if you yeah. think of like i will put lot of content on my website and then i will cover all those keywords like fast and start ranking so this is a mistake that i have done a little bit like in the past where i think like putting just the content uh will help you to rank it's not yeah. so you have to think strategically what your user are user personas what they are looking for and then how you can fulfill their goals and then the, i guess as content is a part of the journey to fulfill like your buyer intense journey like informational or like whatever type of content so you have to create and i'm also working on right now to improve my content marketing process to a next level just so that because that's the the biggest thing that uh, you can uh, do to improve your traffic because we also say like content is the king in seo yeah well um I'd love to I'd love to transition to to spotlight a little bit on you about you know any projects you're working on or anything you'd like people to know is there anywhere uh you'd like you know people to get in touch with you Yeah so like um, I'm I'm working on like uh, many projects like within uh the company we are working towards like improving the page speed uh working on like our improving on content marketing process to how we can scale up content how we can fulfill more uh what people are looking in our like b2b 
health hr and safety company so how we can help them to get more information how can we be a thought leader in our industry yeah. uh, so we we are working towards that and then if anyone wants to contact me i'm i'm always happy to share always ha- willing to learn from others so they can contact me um like um, reach out go to the, my website or linkedin uh like and then my email id is singmahendra20@gmail or they can uh, mahendra@msceoconsultant.ca so feel free to reach out me regarding any questions or like just to for any discussion related to seo or digital marketing fantastic okay that that sounds great so you know i uh, mahendra thank you so much for spending some time today i think you've got some valuable tips in there i loved hearing all about your stories from internal leaking to the uk subfolder to a .ca domain um and and how uh how backlinks are not as important as maybe you think that they are there's been so many good things that you touched upon today in such a short amount of time i really appreciate you for for telling sharing your story um so many people are going to find this episode valuable thanks so much for your time thank you so much